There it is. That's us. <laughs> Episode 117, Wayne with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is the talent. <laughs> we can trap. We can trap. We have to jump right in because this is more of a reaction to the fight from this past weekend. We know it's a few days after the fact as this drops on Wednesday, yeah. but we're talking Caleb Plant, David Benavidez. I'm going to throw it right to you. What did you see in the fight? What was your takeaway from both these guys, these ch- uh, these warriors? I'm going to catch it. Um, quick takeaway was it was phenomenal. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and it was going to be a great fight. The whole build-up to this fight was brilliant. Showtime pay-per-view really sold this. They really followed this guys, and the all-access that they did over these guys was awesome. They baited me into it, and they sold me because I originally thought David Benavidez was going to win. I watched the all-access, and I even told Frankie and Lewis, who I made a bet with, and I lost. I even told them guys, I was like... I thought Benavidez was going to win, and I, I got suckered in because I watched the All Access, and I just I'm rooting for Caleb Plant. I like the guy. I yeah. like his story. Not that I don't like Benavidez, but back to the fight. Benavidez won. Benavidez is undefeated. Caleb Plant now has lost two fights: one to Benavidez, one to Canelo Alvarez. The fight was awesome. It was like we thought. Caleb Plant was going to take the early rounds, which he did. He boxed beautifully. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the monster, which is David Benavidez, the Mexican monster, they call him. Mm-hmm. He wore him down. And you could tell that Caleb Plant's legs kind of went away. But I think it went away from a couple of things because of the pressure, because of the punches, because he got hurt. He got an accidental headbutt. He was bleeding pretty good. But to Caleb Plant's credit, he's a warrior. He never went down. He gave the fans everything and some. He lo- this is what people don't realize, and I hope fans know this, that those fighters, they give part of their soul in fights like that. He lost part of his soul after a fight. Like that. He gave so much that he lost a piece of him in mm. that fight, in that ring, because that was a brutal 12-round fight in the super middleweight division. And I, I, I just, Caleb Plant, I like him, man. I like his story. I like his whole demeanor. I like his attitude. David Benavidez prevailed, though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, just like you're saying, it was kind of uh, not split down the middle, obviously, because it was a unanimous decision, 12 rounds to Benavidez. I'd say probably like the, oh, you could almost score the first f- four of the five probably to Caleb Plant. They may have given him the 12th just because he just really hung in there and really did his thing as much as he could, right? I mean, such a beautiful match. And if you're a it boxing was, fan... And if you're looking just for the knockouts, I'm sorry, but this was 12 rounds of excellent competition between two warriors in the ring that put everything, heart, blood, mind, and soul, even though it didn't look like David Benavides was touched. Um, yeah, he, a little bit at the in, inside the ring of the post-fight, he wasn't really marked up, but after the post-fight, I was watching Swell up a little he bit. got a little bit of marks yeah. on him. But, but overall, what, what, that's what you want, right? We can Trav, especially when you're purchasing a pay-per-view. That is what you want when it comes to a main event. Yeah, uh, t- it was for a title. I can't remember which title it was for, um, but it's interesting that you mentioned the comments of feeling like he lost part of his soul in that. That is a very interesting take on that. From you and your career, have you ever been in a fight in a similar situation where you feel like you just a piece of yourself was left in that ring? You know, I, I don't want to slight these guys any because I've never been in a twelve round title fight right. in my career, so I can't even come close to thinking what they were going through, and I haven't been there. So I've had hard fights, yes, for sure. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh, why am I doing this? But to be honest, I've never had a fight like that. I've yeah. never had a 12-round, just blood and guts, and I gave it everything over 12 rounds because I never was in one of those fights. Yeah, if you- I, Even though I had a, you know, I've been pro since 2004, 19-year pro career, I was never in one of those 12-round fights like that. If you watched this fight, you, you went away satisfied because you got your money's worth. Um, uh, yes, there's some complaints. The ref kind of sucked. 
uh, both sides, though. I mean, you know, Caleb Plant was, you know, people complained about him holding a little too much, but he was also wasn't warned about it, and it didn't seem like Benavidez's camp cared about that. There's some elbowing things, the accidental hip. All these things happen, and the ref didn't seem like he was controlling a lot of it um, overall. So it is what it is. Either way, both guys were uh, – actually, you know what? Why don't you comment to that towards at, at the end of the fight because there was bad blood yeah. heading into this thing. These guys hated each other. And then post-fight, as is usual with men, how men we handle things, yeah. why don't you speak to that while I go and get a, our bourbon bottle? Yeah, no, uh, you're, and, and I was actually finished with mine. I was wondering when we were going to get that, uh, that bourbon back. But B-Money, it was – something so refreshing to see that people don't realize and people don't understand it until they're in that moment. But David Benavidez and Caleb Plant had some bad blood. Yeah. They were there was a lot of bad blood going for a couple of years leading into this. They both got in fist fights. They both were just it was insane the amount of hatred here. They really did. They hated each other. Pop it. Pop. There we go. They're for our Spotify listeners. So what I wanted to talk about was at the very end of the fight I loved it because even David Benavidez, the winner, looked over and was like, hey, you know what? After all said and done, I know that we that we were talking a lot of trash uh, and we had some physical stuff going on. He was like, but you know what happened? He goes, like men, we handled it in the ring tonight. And he goes, it's over. He's like, we're done. He's like, uh, Caleb Plant is a warrior. I got all respect to him. And I love that. Like, I get chills. I'm not, I, just, I just got goosebumps they're on, there. My, on my knees if and you, my legs. If you're listening on the audio sources, like, Spotify, iHeartRadio, there are goosebumps all over Weekend Trav. Dude, and it's because you think about, it, like, those two guys in the middle, they were bloodied and, like, hated each other. Mm-hmm. But that fight ended, and you looked at them both, and you were just like, they both massively respected each other and nobody can understand they're like these guys just beat the crap out of each other why the heck are they friends now you don't understand it until you've been there and you know what i've said this for a long time and for all those no guns freaks out there i'm pro second amendment i am i don't care and what i'm trying to what i'm bringing at that point is if everybody handled their differences in a boxing ring we wouldn't have as much violence in this world because I promise you, when you do battle with somebody, I'm not talking about a 30-second fist fight. I'm talking about a boxing match. When you do that kind of battle, you're not angry anymore. You respect your other person because they went through the similar trials that you went through, and they understand that, and we respect that. And at the end of this fight, I couldn't believe it because they these guys hated each other pretty bad. I wasn't I was not say that I was shocked, but I was waiting to see at the end. I was like, what's going to happen? Because these guys really mm. dug into each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they both, even even Benavides could have been like, I beat your all that yep. and did it. He said, you know what? I, I was better today for sure. And that's what Caleb Plant said. Caleb Plant was like, you know what? I don't take anything away from this guy. He goes, he was the better man today. He was like, he beat me fair and square. Um, massive respect. We're both warriors. This is what we do. But he goes, even even Caleb Plant said the same thing. He goes, but you know what we did? We handled it in the ring like men. This mm-hmm. is how men handle things. He beat me today, but we handled our beef and we squashed our beef tonight. And I love that. There you go. There you go. So weekend trap. Now, what do we what are we looking at? Let's start with Caleb Plant. What's the next step for him now? Coming off of one loss, then he had a knockout of the year last year, and then another loss. So what's what's kind of in the mix for this guy now that obviously it's not going to be a, a rematch against Canelo per se? What do you think is the next uh, for Caleb Plant? You know what? It's Caleb Plant can do a lot of things still. He's a super middleweight, and I think I, I agree with David Benavidez when David Benavidez said this. David Benavidez said that he thinks the top three super middleweights in the world are Canelo, 
David Benavides, and Caleb Plant. Mm. So I kind of agree with him. I, I think that Caleb Plant still has a lot of options, and this is what I like, that he can go back to the drawing board. First of all, go enjoy your beautiful wife and your beautiful family right now because he's, he's got a kid. Um, go enjoy that, heal up, and then come back to the drawing board. But I think he's still up there. Do I think he can beat Canelo? No, I don't. Caleb Plant I'm talking about. I don't think he can beat Canelo. So the rematch, is, it doesn't, it'd be good money. But I don't even see the the clamoring for that rematch. Mm. Um, fight a couple other guys. Caleb Plant is talented, and I think he is one of the best. So, or he's thirty years old. He's still young, but if he wanted to retire, he could. Mm. The guy speaks very well. His wife is also a boxing commentator for PBC. She's done a lot of stuff. Jordan Hardy was her previous name. It's obviously Jordan Plant now. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he's got a couple really good years left in him for sure at that level, high level. But. If he wanted to retire, man, he's accomplished a lot. His only two losses were to David Benavidez and Caleb Plant. David Benavidez can turn out to Canelo. be a very yeah, Canelo. David Benavidez can turn out to be one of the best out there too because I think that his style would give Canelo problems, mm. and that's what we're going to lead into. So, is so yeah, let's go with the next step here for David Benavidez. Obviously, in the ring, uh, in, in a certain way, not called out Canelo, but basically put the flagpole down, saying this is what's next. You know what? And that's another thing. I didn't like David Benavidez leading up to this fight. I didn't like how he behaves and how he acted, mm. right? But this guy is saying all the right things now. When they called him out in the ring, they, they, they gave him the opportunity to call out Canelo Alvarez mm -hmm. and really, like, whatever he had to do. But he didn't. He didn't bash him. He said, you know, they were like, do you think, you know, do you think um, Canelo is dodging you or ducking you or avoiding you? He was like, no, no, no. He's like, I don't think he's avoiding me. He was like, I just think Canelo has a lot of options. And he's right. He goes, but he goes, I've earned it. I've been his number one contender by the by the, the titles for the last couple of years. Mm. And he's like, I, I want my shot. And he goes, I don't know why we wouldn't do it. He goes, I don't think he's scared of me. I don't think he's dodging me. But he was like, he's got a lot of options. And he's right. Canelo's got a lot of options. He yep. doesn't have to fight Benavidez because Benavidez is what? Young, 20-year-old, 20-something-year-old. Canelo's 30-plus now, getting up there. Why would he take on Young Hungry Lion? However, once upon a time, a 36-year-old Floyd Mayweather took on a 24-year-old Canelo Alvarez, a young, hungry lion, undefeated. Mm -hmm. Even though he lost that fight, right after Canelo lost to Mayweather, he catapulted his career Absolutely. where he's at right now. So I think the right thing to do for Canelo Alvarez, Canelo's got to fight in May still. He's got to fight. He's fighting in May in Vegas, um, Cinco de Mayo weekend. But... I think the right fight for Canelo, the one that he should do, because he's a Mexican, he clearly wants to fight everybody. This is all Mexican showdown with David Benavidez and Canelo Alvarez, right? Make it happen. I actually think it should happen, and that would be a phenomenal fight. Here's my prediction on that, then. Cinco de Mayo 2024. You have plenty of buildup. If, if they want to do anything in, the, in between, Mexican. whatever. Big time. And that will sell, and that will be huge for the country of Mexico, if not boxing fans everywhere. So that could be what we're looking at, right? We can draft. So big time fight. It was it was very enjoyable, uh, uh, entertaining. Caleb Plant, David Benavidez, David Benavidez taking home the unanimous decision, twelve rounds against Caleb Plant, and uh, you know now we can draft. We're on to the next, right? Yeah, it and was, it was a great night of fights. And for us, the next, and you know what. I had on my order sheet how I wanted this episode to go. Okay. But then you threw something at me last minute. So I want to touch on this fight oh, because okay. I think it's important. Okay. Yeah. 
Eh, you think you it's important. You don't think it's important. You, don't lie. You think it's important. I do. But let's talk because April 1st, we're going to obviously see Anthony Joshua back in heavyweight action against Jermaine Franklin. Not exactly a household name. We can Trav. Talk to us real briefly about this one. I'll be super brief. April 1st, DAZN, Anthony Joshua's fighting Jermaine Franklin. Jermaine Franklin is undefeated. Anthony Joshua is trying to get back on the win streak, kind of get back in the limelight, and try to get himself back to the top. So he's taking on a lesser opponent who they chose, even though this guy's undefeated. Um, it's big for Anthony Joshua. Because if he just snoozes a 12-round decision here, I mean, he's just... I know he'll get a big fight still because of his name, and he does sell. But for me and you... Boxing aficionados. That's us. It does not wet my appetite. So I'm just letting everybody know, weighing in with Travis Arm podcast, he's fighting April first on the zone. On to the next B money. Okay. Well, I, well, I do want to make a couple of comments because you're right. I mean, he is one of the top heavyweight names. Names. He's commercial and on the sells. planet. I'm not going to say he's one of the top heavyweight fighters on the planet but he's one of the top names and, and rightfully so but we can try i'm trying i'm looking up i want to see what kind of a favorite this is because this is it's gonna be big, gonna be big. I, actually you know what i'm not even gonna look it up because it probably is it's pro- i bet you bet you it's like a minus 500 or something stupid like or that or more or more we can try i can't watch more videos of anthony joshua working out chopping trees down <laughs> trying to sell him as this package of what some other fighter than who he was when he took on Usyk and his post-fight antics and how he was. I don't care if you say he wasn't right in the mind because he got rattled. It doesn't matter to me. This guy, in my opinion, is done. I think he's a joke. He will never have the straps around his waist ever again. I mean, I won't go as far as say he's a joke, but I will agree. He's a joke. 100% with you. I do not see him ever regaining the heavyweight championship of the world. He can't beat Usyk. He cannot beat Tyson Fury. And those are the two guys that run that division right now. And those guys are also, their their potential fight is a joke too, because that's not even going to happen. Yeah. Here we go. Oh my gosh, you're right. Minus 1,200. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a lot. Holy moly. So why we're doing this though is because, what if, B-Money, what if Jermaine Franklin somehow pulls this off? That ends Anthony Joshua's career. There's no way it doesn't, but good for Jermaine Franklin to get something like that because then he'll get he'll get catapulted. You know what happened? If Jermaine Franklin beats Anthony Joshua, he will 100% get a Tyson Fury fight next because then Tyson Fury will be like, I'm fighting him for sure. Yeah. This is the guy who beat Anthony Joshua. He's done. It's so silly. That'll happen. It's but silly. Regardless, let's move on to very, very much, much more this isn't boxing. This isn't Comedy Central. This isn't a ha-ha podcast. We're not on Spotify on the on the comedy links on the on the little tab. This is sports. This is boxing. Because we are what? The number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor in the TH Boxing Gym studio of said boxing gym. Uh, <laughs> shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today being Sunday, dropping on Wednesday morning at seven fifteen a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In, in the, the world. world. That's our demographic. We are all over that. No one tops us in no, that market. No one. That niche. Bring it niche. on. We so, want the competition. We can trap. We ain't ducking nobody. We're we ain't not, ducking no podcast. No. We ain't even ducking the weighing in podcast because we are weighing in with no, Travis. There's Harvey. no other local based out of Orlando, specifically Laureate Park, specifically oh. in a boxing gym <laughs> podcast that, that could even light a match to us. No. Is that a phrase? I just I made it up. I don't think so, but I mean, let's, don't pour gasoline on it. Okay, so we mentioned April 1st, this heavyweight joke fight. Let's talk about 
the real April 1st action coming to us here in Orlando from the Caribe Royale, Night of Redemption, brought to you by Box Lab Promotions, Orlando Boxing, co-promoting this thing. Night of Redemption, Caribe Orlando, April 1st, that's this Saturday. We can trap. A lot of you stuff can, going on. You can also live stream it on BoxingTV.com, and that's BXNGTV.com. There you go. So you can do all that. All that. So we can travel. If, if you guys follow along to our content, you have already witnessed the two interviews that we had this week with the co-main, ev- uh, the, the, with the, with the co-main event yep. and the main event. Yep. So that would be Giovanni Estella. Yes, sir. And Adrian Pinheiro. Yes, sir. Okay. Giovanni. If you have yet to see these interviews, please look into our catalog of videos. Or if you're listening, they're, they're out there too on Spotify, whatever else. You can find them. Listen to these guys because these are local talented dudes. 10 and 0 undefeated. Both of them. Giovanni. We got uh, Adrian Pinheiro, 10 0 and 1. Got a draw, yep, but he's undefeated. Undefeated. Yep. Um, so, man, we're looking forward to this one we can trap. I am, and you know, I'm so glad to see Box Lab is doing this as well because, you know, honestly, Box Lab has been so good to us. Um, Amari and, yeah, that's right, and Eric, they, they treat us very well. We treat them well. They, they're they very good promotion. So, most of their cards that we've been to, we've 100% loved them for sure. Um, and they put on a good show most of the time. Mm. So, we're continuing to go. We're going VIP, and I'm going to go ahead and put B-Money. He's coming. I have a VIP table. B-Money is coming. He'll be there. How, put, we, uh, how can we do a podcast, listen, a talk about this, and you're not there? I understand you're putting into the ether, but I have some personal uh, matters to attend to uh, uh, that are kind of book mark, book ending these things the on Friday day. and Sunday. No, Friday I'm also preoccupied. So it's a lot of marital chips I'm cashing in here. So uh, listen. Amber. 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 Open the door, Amber. Open the door. I'm gonna Let do, me money out. I'm going to do my best. I may be driving by myself, but I'm going to do my best. Um, <clears throat> okay, we can travel. We digress. So April 1st. April 1st. So... I was very honored to have part of our show, again, Giovanni Estella and Adrian Pinheiro, who is the co-main event, Estella. Mm-hmm. The main event is Adrian. Um, I I look forward to this Saturday. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, we go with a lot of friends. The local boxing scene still is heating up. Orlando puts on fights. Last Friday, they had fights undisputed, they put did. on fights yeah. over in Kissimmee at the... Uh, Silver Spurs Arena, I believe it was, or maybe somewhere else, but it was yep. in Kissimmee. And congratulations, so, Corey Marksman, on your victory. That's right, yep. and, and we, we didn't follow that much, guys. We're we're busy guys as well. We we're, we're not full time here unless somebody wants to sponsor us full time. Then, then then we'll do it. But otherwise, it's on our own time, on yeah. our own dime. So we don't get to everything, like but we that. try to promote local boxing in Orlando. But you remember what I said a couple of years ago on the podcast? I said that. I think guys and promotion companies like BoxLab, like Undisputed, like the the other companies that are putting on shows as well, um, Orlando Boxing Promotions now too, I think they're trying to make Orlando, Florida a boxing hub, a boxing mecca. Hmm. So they're doing pretty good because we've gotten national TV here. We've gotten syndicate. We've gotten live stream. We've gotten a lot of stuff. So it's been cool. It's and they put on I pretty mean, solid sh- – we've put on world-rated – Fighters yeah. here. Between events that go on in uh, Kissimmee, between the Carib, between, I guess, the other show that we were at, which eh, um, there are a few local spots to have these shows done properly at. 
And I think slowly but surely, your little thought process from a couple of years back, it's coming to fruition. It really is. You know, I, think I, about it. I don't know if I'm going to call it the Southeast Mecca, per se, but how many shows, boxing specific, not like bare knuckle, not, not cage yeah, yeah, stuff, boxing but specific. boxing specific, are you hearing a lot coming out of Hollywood, Florida, Miami, Florida right not now? Really? Not really. I think UFC was even here in Orlando. Maybe Tampa a little bit. Um, they have some shows, yeah. too, but you don't hear a lot of that. Right? Interesting. Orlando's doing a very good job. We're central Florida here in Orlando, and that's why I love our podcast because we're really trying to highlight boxing in general. But mm-hmm. for sure, we love the local guys, yep. and we love the local promotion companies. We love they, – they're local, but they're also very worldwide as well. Box Lab co-promotes a lot of fighters all over the place, so yep. they do a really good job. Um, but also, I have to, I have to mention this because I don't think we mentioned this, but Boxlight was the new promoter that we went on to a couple – a month ago, right? The, the, the show that we went to wasn't very enjoyable. We talked about it. It was a few it. weeks. I don't know if it's a month, but yeah. It was, yeah. So i got to mention that the promoter reached out to us and, and apologized and welcomed us back to a next show. So I do have to recognize that because yeah. we don't do this to bash anybody. Nope. We said that. Nope. We've always said that. We have constructive criticism, and we try to stick to that. So they're going to get another chance for sure. We're going to go to another show. Yeah. They reached out. They apologized. They offered us to come to another show, and they're, and they're going to take care of it. So – I appreciate that. So I wanted to give a little shout out to They listen to feedback, to and that's Lab. great. And that's yeah. that's what Box Lab did, too. Box Lab listened to some feedback, too, and their shows are really good. I did a little investigative research on that, by the way. Evidently, there were some other snafus and issues with their uh, third-party security, aside from just our issues. Really? So I, I there, there, there's things that come through the rumor mill. B-Money tends to be a recipient of a lot of information. I process it Wait, as I will. You know, I have my finger on the pulse. I can't help it, folks. The local boxing. That's me. The local boxing scene. Yeah. Like that it. pulse. Yeah, that's where my finger's on, <laughs> is that pulse. Uh, so keep going. April Let's 1st. fingers there. April 1st. It's really a show. It's not April Fools. The, oh my gosh, this is But fun. it is we happening. Look, we got to do an April Fools joke for that. But April 1st Box yep. Lab Promotions yep. in collaboration with Orlando Boxing Night of Redemption. Promotions. Um Tony Blanco, I believe, which is also Adrian Pinero's coach. Mm. So it's pretty cool they're putting the show. There's a lot of pro debuts going on too. I think there's a yeah. women's fight for the first time. Um there's a lot uh, of Shamara, other happening. Shamara Woods or, yeah, I think that's her name. Uh, but there's she, a lot of fights happening on that yep. card. You can go on Ticketmaster and check it out. Um you can buy tickets there on Ticketmaster, yep. Night of Redemption, Orlando, Florida, Carib Royale, Hotel and Resorts. Um check it out guys because we're gonna be there. They do put on quality shows. Mm-hmm. This show is not going to be like on a CBS type of show, but we're featuring main event Orlando, Florida native, co-main event Orlando, Florida native. These guys are both 10 and 0 as professionals. And like I mentioned on our In This Corner segment on Weighing in with Travis Hartman about Adrian and Giovanni, we love the local boxing because these guys are building their careers here. They're going to go on national yeah. TV. Those guys, they possibly can compete and contend for a world title one day. And they started right here in Orlando, yeah, Florida. And kept them here. They're so both, keep supporting those guys. They're both a step or two from no longer being in our backyard. Yeah, you're, they're 10 and 0. They're, they're a couple of fights away from this being is the time. big. This is the time. Especially if you're local in the Central Florida, Orlando area. If you've not gotten your tickets to these, these shows before, definitely get your tickets to this one April 1st. You know you're not doing anything on Saturday unless you're like me and you're going to Megacon, uh, the nerd convention, on a couple of days. So you got to cash in some marital points to be able to do the whole guy's weekend. I'm really cashing in a lot. You're taking the daughter on to Sunday. Megacon. On Sunday. Isn't that a cash-in enough? 
I don't know. We'll see. I'm working on it. We can travel. By the time this episode drops, I will already know whether or not I'm there or not. I'm just going to tell you guys that B-Money's coming because we have a table, and he's coming. And I can't. I'm the face. He's the talent. He is. Look at the pretty face, the he's, beard, the hair, B-Money. He's the talent, but I'm the face. So the face. this has to be. He's, he's the face and the brand. That's the exactly why at another show they came to me directly and started giving me problems because I was the face. Ooh. And that's why I had to give it they back to them. They thought the pretty one was the weak one. Anyways. They thought the pretty one was the weak one, and they learned that. They, they, exactly. They learned that they know. money was pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. That hair it looks like Fabio. But do you guys remember Fabio? I don't think that they, they might. They, actually, our listeners probably do. Yeah. I think our age yeah. range, our demographic is like 30. Which we do appreciate 55. you. All the subscribers, whether you're following us on YouTube, Rumble, uh, the audio stuff, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iHeart iTunes, all, all over the I place. I wonder if people realize that we're literally yeah. everywhere. Whatever app you get, like, uh, actual audio download uh, podcasts for, we're in there. So check us out. Waiting in with Travis Hartman. But follow us on YouTube. That helps the metrics out a bit. You know what? Check us out. Or I will come to your oh, house. wow. This is old. Old school. I will knock on your door. You will answer. Yeah. Ooh. And boom, I will punch you in the face. Stomach. It used to be stomach. It's face today. It's face now? It's face now. You know why it's face now? Because I mean business. It's face now because I mean business and we're the number one yeah. boxing, beards, bourbon, da 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 In the world. In Orlando, Florida. And in, in the world. world, yeah. Yeah. So. That's us. Listen to us. We're doing you a favor by bringing, like, we want you guys to know that Boxing in Orlando is exciting. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. We we're, we have some future stars. Support local we talent. We have some future stars possibly making their pro debuts as well. Absolutely. Build their careers. Get on early with these guys. You know what? Also sponsor these guys. These guys are always looking for sponsors for the trunks too. Sponsor these guys. Get yep. on board with this. So I think that I love boxing. Mm-hmm. You love boxing. Mm-hmm. Did you know that we're going on three years in July of our podcast? Wow. Yeah. We love boxing. Yeah. We're trying to support boxing, local boxing for sure. And then, I don't know. <laughs> so April 1st, get your tickets. Before, nobody's listening Big yet. time. If you haven't heard the interviews on the In This Corner segments with Giovanni Estella and Adrian Pinero, definitely check it out. Um, we can travel. Anything else you want to mention about this show here on, on, on April 1st, the Box Lab Orlando Boxing Promotions, uh, Night of Redemption? I think that this show... It has the chance to be more exciting crowd-wise than the other shows. Oh, sure. Because it's super local. Most of the main events are guys from places that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And they don't really know the guys, even though they're quality fights. Boxer puts on quality fights. They're they're WBA-sanctioned fights. Yeah. They're pretty solid. But these guys, I feel like the crowd is going to be pretty electric, and they're the co-main event and main event both local guys that means that everybody's going to be there till the end yeah yeah a that's a big times, thing even even on other shows a lot of time the main event people leave because they just like they don't know who the main event yeah. is this time they know the main event and co-main event this could be a really exciting show so i think people should come if you're in Orlando, florida central florida area come watch Ticketmaster night of redemptions check out we have we'll put some links on the fighters too you can reach out to them and get a ticket from them as well yeah Man, why are you looking at me so much? Because like he just—you're like staring at my. Because he just right sold. Now. He just sold me. I'm in. Yes, yes. I don't know how I'm in yes! yet, but I'm in. I'm super happy. Sorry that if I yelled in your Spotify ear, but we're super happy. But plus, I got drawn in by by your baby blue eyes, according to Oscar De La Hoya. I do have 
blue eyes, though. He remembered you because of that. I couldn't believe that. That was really cool. Well, if you look on our, our, our channel, we have that up. Cokeheads remember really weird did. stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, it triggered something in there. 2006, It bro. triggered something in his mind. 2006 oh, in 2021. With, Oscar those, with his said, surgically enhanced abs that he has. <laughs> is that real? I can't be, right? They I mean, look fake. But, I mean, how do you surgically enhance abs? I don't know that it's possible. They, is it like AI it, type of stuff it looks, right now? It looks so defined that it looks... It looks pretty good. That it, it has to be fake. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying it is. I don't because know Oscar, I love him a little bit now because, you like, do, you know... Yeah. Listen, I've never did no. any cocaine in my entire life. But if Oscar De Hoya came up to me and said, Travis... Please oh, don't do say, this is not <laughs> hey, this is not kidding. no okay so hey, ladies and gentlemen but, I, but genuinely i've never done cocaine in my life no me either I, I do love oscar de Hoya and but he, i don't love his coke and i don't support i don't love cocaine either i just like the smell of it but i do support. What? <laughs> you can't say that okay i'm kidding but i do i listen you i don't, don't want to make a joke about drug abuse because drug no. abuse is tough and it is it's a it's an addiction he has an addiction yes youtube good, so youtube sorry. you love mario lopez and mario lopez happens to be very good friends with oscar de la hoya hangs out with him socially so we can't be in trouble for for weekend travs jokey comments the only joke on this podcast was supposed to be about that main event on april 1st with anthony joshua and jermaine franklin i didn't think that was funny well, I thought a, mine was funny. Well, that, that's all a joke also. Listen, you're playing my baby girl's freaking piano over there. I can't make a joke. The best dad joke of all time, not of all time, but the best dad joke that I have is the, I don't like cocaine, but I like the smell of it. <laughs> I say that all the time. Anyone that knows me knows that I say that. Here, I don't think about it. He, Most people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, here at Wayne in with Travis Hartman, here at Wayne in with Travis Hartman, we do not advocate any sort of devices, including drug use, including alcohol abuse, including gambling abuses. Though we talk about them frequently, all three of them. <laughs> Is that about right? That's about one hundred percent right. <laughs> when we do, and I know that we're joking, but we're just joking, guys. We're joking. Take a chill pill. Our culture we can't do that. We are sensitive before. We are sensitive to all that stuff, and some. We're sensitive guys. But whatever. Look at us. We're very sensitive guys. We're sensitive guys. I'm in touch with my feminine side. Mm-hmm. I love my wife and I love my baby girl. Yeah, yeah. I miss I, them. I gamble on the WNBA. I'm a, I make that market, <laughs> I think. I have a direct you line. You make that market of $12 million as a corporate. I have a direct line to the, the floor in Vegas when it comes to the, the gambling lines on the WNBA. So B-Money is a However, finish. I honestly don't know when their season starts. I have no idea how many teams there are, when the games are, no clue. B-Money is a financial advisor, and this is an off-air conversation I'm going to have with you. But I started watching a documentary today on Bernie Madoff. Why are we getting into this? <laughs> We're not. Okay. I love you, and... I just wanted to mention that, so I remember. That's not what I do after. for a living, by the way. What he does is not I what know I do. it's not. Okay, but it's in the financial realm. It is, and B money is much more honest and better. But what I'm saying is that I gotta have a conversation with you after this, after the podcast ends. Are you gonna basically compare what he was doing to our social security system because it's like the same thing? Stop it! No, that's not what I'm gonna do. But because that's what our social sc- so, social security is a Ponzi we scheme. We are banned. Yes, they rob from Peter and PayPal. That's exactly what happens, and that's why it's going to run. And that's what happened to Bernie. So stop it. Oh. We're, we're getting big. Okay. We love you guys. Anyways, so we can travel. Are we, are we done? Yes. Is it the bow put, time? Put a bow, t- put a bow in this. You said you, you have, have final short, thoughts. Yes, I do. We can travel. The talent. Final thoughts. There was a boxer that fought this mm. weekend. He won. I think his name was Crowley. 
last name. He won, and he just made me think about stuff, and it's very true. It's don't ever take life too seriously. Mm-hmm. And there's a great phrase I say. I say it to a lot of people actually. Don't take life too seriously because we never, none of us get out alive. We all die eventually, right? So don't take life too seriously. None of us get out alive. But also live every moment to its last for sure. Like you never know when when your end date's going to be. There's tons of people that pass away all the time suddenly. So I just live life to the fullest. You never know when your maker is going to call you back home. And also get in touch with God. Hmm. I'm telling you, I just made a post about it, and it's true. People always talk about believing in God. I pray every single day. I'm mm-hmm. not perfect, not even close. No one is. I don't live my life perfectly, and I wish I did better. I do. But I pray every single day. And most people are just like, oh my gosh, God doesn't exist because look at all the bad that's going on in life, right? I made a comparison on my Facebook, and I think it's very true that people always blame God for the bad stuff. They never give him credit for the good stuff. But my explanation was very simple. It was people have cavities, tooth loss, all of that, right? That doesn't mean that dentists don't exist. It means that if you don't go to the dentist, you'll have cavities, you'll have tooth loss. Even if you do. Even if you do, you might. But my point is, God cannot help you unless you come to him. Okay? So all these things that are happening, all the crazy stuff in the world that's happening, maybe it's happening because none of these people are coming to God. And and listen, I I get it. There's kids, there's babies, all that. People are like, well, how does a baby go to God? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know the the answers. All the answers. I don't know the answers, but I do know that God is real. I love God. I'm at his mercy. And I just think if more of us came to God... I think that the world would be a better place. I don't think coming to God is a bad thing ever. So pray more, love more, and love thy neighbor. There you go. E-L-E. Hey! Hey, that's the first time I've heard Hey, it. but also, do you want to mention anything about the GoFundMe? Mm. So there was a, um, I believe his name is Mike Memerstat. Memerstat. He passed away over in Winter Garden area. Um, this guy has a GoFundMe. Mike Perry set this GoFundMe up, and this guy was a police officer. He was a SWAT team member of the community. Great person. Had two kids, a wife. He was a sole breadwinner. He died suddenly mm. um, a couple last week, and they set up a GoFundMe. And we'll put the we'll put we'll post the link in our in this page. But um, mm-hmm. if you have anything, even if it's ten dollars, five dollars, twenty dollars, whatever. He's got two children. That he's leaving back. He's in his early 30s. This guy was. His wife was a stay-at-home mom. He was the sole breadwinner. Um, it, it's just a very sad story for sure. It's very tragic. And again, I, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why this stuff happens. I do believe in God. I believe everything happens for a reason. God has a plan for us all. I don't know what that plan is sometimes. Sometimes this, I don't understand stuff like this. I don't. Um, but and we may never will. If you can yeah. help, please help. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll put that link there in the description below if you're uh, on YouTube. And then also I think it shows up on like Spotify and things like that too. Uh, and, and on the Instagram, we'll also re-forward some of that content with links there to the GoFundMe account. Um, so appreciate you mentioning that. We can travel. That's it. This is episode 117. Thank you to IF Enterprises, TH Boxing, and Goldstream Financial. And, of course, I mean, we love what we're drinking here. We're drinking Yellowstone. Check us out on the Bourbon Lounge segment that drops in a couple of days. We're drinking this Yellowstone. We re- we're not going to get into it today, uh, but we did rate it uh, on that episode and thanks to our friends over there at BioSteel as well. That over there is Weekend Traff. That there is B Money 
AKA producer, AKA Fabio. That's my name now? I don't know. God bless. (laughs)